So we continue on Hamlet. So we said uh, Sukkah has to be ten to Fahim, the wolf. We learned it from the Shekhinah. We said the Shekhinah went down up to ten to Fahim. So we said that up to ten to Fahim from the, from the ground is considered its own uh, domain. Above ten to Fahim, already that's where the Shekhinah is. So we said from there, a wall of a Sukkah should be a minimum, minimum ten. So the Gemara says, "Mimai dehalala asara bal mesechacha ema b'hadesechacha." So who told you that the halal of the who told you the measurement of the sukkah is talking about without the sukkah? Maybe it's talking about with the sukkah. Rashi. Who told you the ten is not including the schach? The ten of the Aron included the kaporet. So therefore maybe the ten includes the schach. You're right. The Gemara has a different source. Mm-hmm. They learn it from the actual Beta Mikdash. It says the Beta Mikdash that Shalom built. Vehabayit Asher Bana Melech Shalom La Asher Shishim Amma Orko Veisrim Rochbo Ushleshim Amma Ushloshim Amma Komato. So the height of the wall of the ceilings. Sturdy Amma. Uchtiv, and it says, Komat Kiruva Echad Eser Baama. Vechen Kiruv Asheni. Now, the Kirubim in the Beta Mikdash, so they stood on the floor. We'll see. They stood on the floor of the Beta Mikdash, and therefore it says they went all the way up to the Ten Amma level. Betanya. Just like we found in the Beit Hamikdash, Kirubim b'shli shabayit and omdim, the Kirubim stand at a third of the height of the Beit Hamikdash, which is thirty. So Mishkan Nami, Kirubim b'shli shabayit and omdim. So too in the Mishkan, the Kirubim were standing on the Aron in that case, so they were also a third of the bayit. So you're going to analyze Mishkan Kamahave. How high was the Mishkan? I said Amot. So you know, the height of the Mishkan was Tan Amot Dikhtiv. I said Amot or a Kedish. Right? The Kedish itself, which was the poles, the beams, they were Tan high. So that's the, that was the height of the Mishkan, the size of the Kedashim. Kamahave Lehu Shitin Pushke. Which means how many Tefahim? If you want to break it out down to the Tefahim? How much is 10 Amot? 60. 60 Tefahim. The 6 Tefahim per Amma. So, Kama Havolu, Shitin Pushet. Tilte Kama Havi. What's a third of that? Esrin Pushet. 20 Tefahim. So, the Voshkisha the Mishkan would be 20 Tefahim. Which means after 20 Tefahim, that's where the Kiruvim went. Because it's the same ratio to the Bet Olamim to the Bet Hamikdash. 
So Asara, the Aron, the Kaporet. So you have uh, the tent of Fahim from the ground, which was the uh, Aron and the Kaporet. So Pashinehu Asara. So now you have another tent of Fahim to get to the third mark. So from the beginning of the Kirubim to the top, Ukti. They spread their wings out above. That's the key. Torah calls it the hovering, the covering. And you see what? Where was the uh, the Kirubim? That was after the tenth of Fahim mark, and they went up. They went up ten tefachim, and there was sochichim. So you see, underneath the kaporet, or underneath the uh, kirubim, was ten tefachim beneath it, from the end bottom of the kirubim until the aron itself. So therefore, you see that what that schach underneath the schach, you have ten tefachim, not including the schach. Again, the Gemara brings two stages of a proof here. First, it has to prove that the kirubim. We're at one third of the height of the ceiling, just like it was in the Bet Hamikdash, and we know that the ceiling in the Mishkan was sixty tefachim. So therefore, the Kiruvim had to hover at the twenty level. Twenty to sixty is one third, and we know that from the Kaporet, which was ten, which is the top of the Aron, and then you're going ten up, and you're getting the Kiruvim. That's where the Kiruvim ended. So from the under the Kiruvim. Which it says Sukhachim, there's ten underneath. So therefore you see, under the schach there has to be ten. Rashi. Dal Asara. Now let's go read all the Rashis over here. Bishli Shabai Tayu Omdim. Shayua Kirubim Shasas Shalomo Omdim Ba'aris Araglehim. The Beta Mikdash of Shalomo, the Kirubim were on the ground. Uchtiv Komat the Kirub Aser. It ended at the third mark. very good. And you see the, uh, we have a nice picture of that. Where you can see exactly the measurements. Comes the Gavran and says, Mimai de Gadfinu, Ela Vereshayu Kaime. 
Who told you that the wings were on top and therefore underneath it was ten tefachim? Dilma kaime. Maybe the wings were equal, which means maybe the thickness of the wings was included in the ten. Who told you that the wings were above? And if underneath was ten, maybe you have to include the wings thickness in the ten itself. And that would mean that you're including the ten of the sukkah with the skat. So Ramadan says, The language of the Pasuk was is it went above, so underneath you had the exact nashi. Mai de gadfinu elavere shayu parese tavul halala asara. Okay, fine. The ema the gemara says the midle tuva. So what you tell me it's above? Maybe it's very above. Maybe if it's more than tantafahim underneath. So the gemara says miketiv lemala lemala. Doesn't say very high. It says uh, lemala. So there was the minimum lemala, just a little above, in order to give a tenth of pachim underneath. Now the Gemara says, "Ani chal Rabbi Meir." This all works with Rabbi Meir. Masekim menachot de'amar kol amot. That all the amot that are mentioned in the Mishkan, whether it's the construction of the Mishkan, the kedushim, the yiriot, or uh, the building of the Aron, the mizbeach, the shulchan, and all that, hayu benoniot. If you say it was mediocre amot, which mediocre amma is uh, six tefahim, and therefore the Aron was nine tefahim, because the Aron says the height was one and a half, and with the kapur, which we said was a tefah, that made it uh, ten. So therefore you have another ten tefahim to get to the third mark, and everything works out perfect. <laughs> the ratios work out good, and that's why we have a proof that underneath the kirubim you had ten, which teaches us the din of sukkah. That the construction, meaning the Kedashim, when they built them, they used the Amma of six Tefachim. Oh, but when they used the Amma yardstick of the Kelim, it was five Tefachim. It's not going to work out. Why? Do the math. Yomara does the math for you. Aaron the Kaporet, which were Kelim. How much was it? It's going to be Temanya Upalga, eight and a half. Because if each Amma is five Tefahim, so one and a half is going to be seven and a half, plus the Tefah for the Kaporet is going to be eight and a half. So right away, your, your, your measurements are going to be off. You're short. Which means you're left with Hadsare, uh, which is uh, 11, and, and a half under the Kirubim. Which means now the Kirubim go up, so you're going to have an extra tip on the half. Instead of perfect 10, now you put the Kirubim on top of it. So it's going to be extra. So what are you going to say? So Emma Sukkah, Adahavia, Hatzareu Palga. You can say that's the din of a Sukkah also. That the height of the Sukkah is to be, you know, eleven and a half. You have to have halal. So look at the Gemara. Look at the sheet for a second. Hani hal Rabbi Meir b'masekat menachot kol amot b'mishkan. All the amot were standardized according to Rabbi Meir. Ben shel kedim, ben shel binyan, ayun dador b'benoniot. She amabat shishat tefachim. Vikiruya benonit. It's called the mediocre one, the medium one. If there she is bat hamisha, 
because there's a five one which is less than it. That was by the mizbeah. Because one of the menachot, my kerabelim midot the mizbeah, but amot amma amma betofa. There's gedolai mena, and there's a bigger one that's by by half an etzba. So that's called the amma gedola. So you have a gedola, you have a ketana, and you have the benoni. The benoni is six. Ketanah of Pesachim, and he quotes Shedat Shte Amot Rebbe Shushan Abira. Hat Yitzchak Shushan Abira was the room where they kept the measuring sticks. Al Shish Al Shel Moshe Ati Etzba Shte Amot Bet Maklot Asuim Nemdod. There were two sticks that we used to measure. Behem Amot Shushan Abira Makom Hu Al Chomat Shanei Mizad. That was the name of a place. They called Shushan Abira. Not Shushan Abira Paras. Shushan Abira was a place in the the Beit Hamikdash. Shemhar Abayin. Shushan Abira Misuyeret. But that's a picture of Shushan Abira. That's what they called the Shushan Abira room. But that's where they kept the uh, the measuring sticks. Anyway, that she continues. Hani Achal Rebbe Meir She Hishvak Kol Amot. According to everything is six. So the numbers work out. However, go to the next. She Maikal Lememar. Imi Na Yalfid Ba Yachalala Chatzaneu Palga. Right, according to the other rabbi, it's going to come out to eleven and a half. Why? The Aron kaporet temanyau palgavud haudahavi. The Aron kaporet eight and a half because one and a half ama uh, is, is seven and a half plus the kaporet is another one, so that's eight and a half. The chivan kirubim b'shlisha bayit omdim, which is and since the kirubim stand at shlish habayit, the haynu lesof esrim. And we know that the height was uh, 60. That doesn't change. So it's going to be standing at 20. So you uh, just do the math. You have uh, 11 and a half underneath it. Uh, so you're going to say, what? So Khan needs uh, 11 and a half. So Yabona says, Ela, let it be Yehuda, Hilcheta Gemirila. He learned Sukkah from Alakala Moshe, Messinai. Would it work to change the amount of the, of the Mishkan? To make it five? Meaning, if we change both measurements, maybe maybe that just one would work out. I don't know. That's the answer. But he felt that Aaron was eight and a half, and the Kapor was eleven and a half. Right. No. Yes. Because that's not Kedim. Right. That's not kidding. Yes. So the point is, how's he going to know where you learn ten from? Right. I don't learn this stuff over here. Easy. Mechitza of ten is halachah Moshe Mishinai. And now we get to the famous piece of Gemara. Be Amar the Bichiyah Bar Asher Amar Rav Shiurin Hatzisin Umechisin halachah Moshe Mishinai. Rashi. He can't learn it from the Pesukim because the Pesukim is not going to work out for him. All measurements of walls in the tradition was what? The Batsir Ma'asara Lebar Miskacha and also the tradition was besides Skach. Lab Mechitzahi Okay, so that's it, you need walls. And once Moshe Rabbeinu told us a wall is ten, that's it. That's, that's how you learn it from. Why did the Torah use the, Lord, uh, the language of Sochechin by 11 Because it is Sochechin. Sochechin just means it was hovering. Doesn't, Doesn't mean from there you learned that every schach in the world has to have 11 and a half underneath it. It's not separate. But the word Sochechin is a proper word. Sochechin we learned the schach. No, but now we're learning from Moshe Rabbeinu that the Mechitzah has to be ten without Schach. For instance, the Mechitzah. We thought till now maybe when you say you need ten for a Sukkah, it's including the the Halal, including Schach. 
So the technically nine, for example, the is tefah, like the Aron. So we worked it out that it can't be. So kechin, stand underneath it, all that. But the Kabbalah for the Biyuda, he doesn't use that. He learns how to come to Sinai. That's she. Shiurin. What's the first item? Shiurin, shiurin. For example, kezayit, we say of chalev. If you eat a kezayit, that's the shun of achila. Or let's say, uh, uh, on Kippur, we said kakotevet. All those shi'urim, who made those numbers up? Hatsitsin. Who made it to those of Hatsitsin? What's Hatsitsin? Shahatsitsa posilit betvila. A person goes to the mikveh, has a hatsitsa. Who taught those of Hatsitsa? That's also like Al Moshe, Messinai. And of course, Mihaitsin. Mihaitsin is the. The laws of walls. The Kamilah says, Tamarab, Shi'urin, Hatsitin, and Mehitin, Halakam Shem Sinai. So the Kamilah says, Shi'urin, Deoraitahu. So what are you talking about? The Shi'urin for Isur, let's say. That's written in the Torah, it's not Halakam Shem Sinai. We have a Pasuk. Well, what does it say? Dictiv, Eres Chitaus Hora. The Gefen Utera Verimon, Eres Zet Shemin Udvash. Simply, the Pasuk is talking about the fruits that Eres Israel was praised with. However, the Gemara says, Amar of Hanin, Kola Pasuk, the Shiurim Neemar. Every one of these items was said in order to teach us a Shiur of another Halakha. And the Gemara is going to say it now. But the question is going to be so, we need to tell me Shiurim is Halakha Mishim Sinai. Uh, it's a pasuk in the Torah. Kaitaz and the teachers are shiur. Seora is shiur. Gefen is shiur. And Rashi says, the shiurim name are a pasuk medaber b'shepcha shel Eretz Yisrael. Shafilu bedevre Torah sedichim neshaeh beperoteha isurim shebat Torah. That means that the, the land is so great that even from the fruits of Eretz Yisrael, we're going to learn the shiurim of isure Torah. Okay, now we go one at a time. So Gemara starts. Hita, uh, what do you learn from Hita? That's the bayit or the bet amenuga. What's bet amenuga? That's a house that has a nega. That's a sarat. And Torah says what? That somebody that goes into the house, so he's going to be tame adayit. And somebody that sleeps in the house is going to have to also uh, wash his uh, uh, clothes. And it says uh, somebody eats in the house. So anybody goes in the house is going to have a problem over it. Now, how long does a person have to go in the house? Uh, uh, for a person to become uh, Tameh. So the Gebarah says that not. And the Knast, the Baita Menuga, guy goes to the Baita Menuga, to the house of the Tzara. Vechelav al Ketefav, which means he has his clothes on his shoulder. He's carrying his clothes, and there's a tote bag. He's carrying his clothes. Vesandala betabeota biyado. And he's carrying his rings and you know all the different accessories that he wears. Who then Temeimiyad. Then already him and the begadim that he has are tameh immediately. Because that says, The person that comes into the house, whatever comes into the house, is tameh immediately. And since these are not called begadim now, because you're not wearing them, so they have a deen of habayit. They come into the house, tameh immediately. But if he's wearing his kelim and his sandals are on his legs, feet, so now they have a deen of Begadim. So who tame miyad? Because not buy the buy it. Second, he comes to the house tame vehem tehorin. How long did the begadim remain tahor for? Ad sheyeshe bechde achilat paris until he remains in the house. The shiur of achilat paris. Paris is 
half a shiur, half the shiur of what let's say a normal eruv is. Now, if he eats uh, that shiur of half a loaf, now what's the shiur of half a loaf? What type of loaf are we talking about? Pat chitin, uh, wheat bread. That's where the chita comes in. Velo pat seorin, and not barley bread. Seems you can eat uh, wheat bread faster. Mesev, now how are you eating it? Leaning, reclining. Ve'ochel beliftan. What with a dip? Which means not eating it plain, which is longer. Eating it with a dip. Okay, that's what we know that she's now. We'll go back. Kelav al ketefav. He's not wearing them. The sandelav, the without any delay. They all considered coming in the house. They entered in the house because he was carrying them. Now they're called begadim. Again, he's a baal abayit. However, Ochel Belo Shochev, Shecho Shochev Belo Ochel, Lo Ochel Belo Shochev, Minan. How do you know if he just came into the house, he didn't eat, he didn't sleep, didn't do anything? How do you know he's also Tamet? Abu Damar, Yechabes Begadav Libat says it again. To teach me, he always has to uh, wash his clothes in the Tamet. Step up, you can teach him Begadav. Team so full and a bota cold. If he tells me, even if you go in the house and you don't eat, so why does he tell me? Eating. Even if you don't eat in the house, you're going to be tamim. Ken matamud domar ve'ochel, niten shiur le'shochev k'de'achila. That when a person goes into the house for his begadim, it's a shiur. What's a shiur? Shiur achila. And what's a shiur achila? She'en ta'un kibus begadim al she'ishek k'de'achila. And what's the achila? Ve'gufot tamimiyad. Achim ha'ba'al ha'bayit itma. Ve'lokitiv kibus begadim. Ve'ochel be'bayit ha'ayinu shohek k'de'achila. Y'chabes begadim. How much is that? Achila ha'paris. Half a loaf. Normally, you need to make the roof the mazon of So Paris would be half the number of Half the shoot of eruv is the shoot of beta menuga. What kind of wheat? What kind of bread? I mean, patretin. It's less time than seorim. Mesev. Meaning he's eating in the normal way. Da'inu derech achila, mishu mesev u'osek b'achila. Therefore, eats faster. Ve'enu tarut b'dvarim ha'adim. Meaning he sat down to eat. He's not uh, preoccupied with other things. And the what? And he's eating it uh, with leftan. And that's the shiur. So go make the shiur. That's what it says. Eres chita. So the question is again: How are you telling me that shiurim musar alakam shem isinai? The shiurim are there. The first shiur is chita. That's already not alakam shem isinai. It's in the Torah. That's the Gemara's going to be answered. The Gemara's going to say it's an asmach that's coming up. But at this point over there, it is fanta. That's he's learning from the Torah.